0: Welcome back to Simply Ayurveda, a place where we learn how to apply Ayurvedic wisdom into our everyday lives so that we can live in mind, body, and spirit harmony. Welcome back to our series of talking about the doshas, the three energies in our body that give function to our body. And I hope everyone is feeling good in their bodies today. I know we've only been through one of the doshas, but I hope you're finding this information helpful and enlightening about your own health. There is never a quick fix to our health, but I hope this podcast can be a quick fix to learning about how Ayurveda can help us. I also offer one-on-one Ayurvedic wellness coaching, and all of that info can be found in the show description. All right, so let's get into the episode. Last week we introduced our first dosha, Vata, and we said that Vata is a combination of the air and space elements. This makes Vata our principle of movement, and today we will be talking about our second energy, Pitta dosha. Out of the five elements. Pitta is a combination of fire and water. But when we think of Pitta, I want us to focus especially on the fire, because Pitta is mostly fire with just a little bit of water. And the reason Pitta is mostly fire is because this is the energy of all transformation and conversion. When we think about Pitta in nature, this is like the sun's heat. And this is going to start to sound a little redundant from when we talked about the fire element, because pitta is mostly fire. So pitta is what generates our energy and light, and this heat is not only what keeps us alive, but it's what transforms things in nature. And so when we think of this energy in the body, when we think of the energy of transformation, there are two main bodily systems, our digestion and our hormones. So let's talk about our digestion. How do we get our energy? We get energy through the food we eat. But when we eat an apple, for example, does that apple just go straight to our skeletal system to help strengthen our bones? Not really. That apple first needs to pass through our digestive system, be broken down by the acids and enzymes in our stomach, And then those food chains get transformed into processable nutrients. So our entire digestive system is essentially a process of transformation and conversion. This is the energy of pitta. And if we wanna take it a step further, we can start to connect the doshas together. So after pitta converts our food into nutrients, Then vata comes into play and helps to move all the nutrients throughout the body. Pitta transforms, vata moves. But digestion is a whole nother rabbit hole that we will save for its own episode. Going back to what we were saying about pitta. So this energy is also involved with our hormones and our endocrine system our bodies are transforming from childhood to puberty to menopause and everywhere in between. And the same way that this pitta energy heats up our world, it also heats up our body. This is the energy that regulates our body temperature. It makes sure that we don't get too hot and makes sure that we don't get too cold. And pitta has many, many roles in the body, but since this is only episode four, let's keep things simple and move on to talking about the qualities. We've said that pitta is mostly fire with just a little bit of water. So let's do the same thing that we did with vata and look at our list of 20 qualities. We don't even need to read down the list again because we already know that fire is hot. Fire is hot, it's sharp, it's oily, it spreads, and it's light. Now let's see how these qualities apply when it comes to someone who naturally has a lot of pitta in their nature. Pittas are just like their description they are hot, sharp, oily, spreading, and light. So, from a physical standpoint, pitta predominant people have very sharp physical features. We're talking about having a sharp, penetrating gaze, maybe a prominent nose or a sharp chin. Their skin or their hair might be more oily, because that is just part of their nature. And unlike vatas who run cold, pittas run hot. So this means they sweat very easily, their skin turns red very easily, or maybe their skin gets flushed when they're really embarrassed. And the pitta personality is just as fiery. You'll oftentimes see a lot of pittas in leadership positions. And this is because of their sharpness. Pittas are great speakers. They speak very precisely and to the point. These are the types of people that never beat around the bush. They always tell you how it is. And being sharp means that they have a sharp tongue too. If I had to give pittas a slogan it would be, well, sometimes the truth hurts. Pittas can be very opinionated. They don't hold back on sharing their thoughts. And this also means that they are very prone to burning bridges. And that was no pun intended, actually. But yes, pittas burn bridges and it's either their way or the highway. But on the other hand, pittas are very, very organized. And they don't really like to do things unless it's planned out. These aren't really your go-with-the-flow types of people. If it's not planned out, chances are it's not happening. Pittas are essentially married to their to-do list, and if it's out of sight, then it's out of mind too. But pittas are really your go-getters. It's very hard to change a pitta's sharp mind once it's been made up. And when we talk about pitta in the mind, pitta-predominant people are naturally more prone to feelings of anger, frustration, and irritability. And this is really just because of this heat element. It's just their nature, but this never excuses any bad behavior because of it. You can't just go around saying, oh, I'm sorry for my temper tantrum. I'm just a pitta. It doesn't work like that. Pitta's duty is to tend to this fire. Because if pittas don't tend to this fire, then this heat starts to accumulate. And do you remember what we said when there's an accumulation of energy? We get an imbalance. And then if we don't treat the imbalance, we get disease. And so having extra heat in the body can show up in many different ways. This can look like having a fever. Any type of inflammation is related to pitta. Things like heartburn, acid reflux, these can eventually lead to gastritis and ulcers. Stress and heat are also directly correlated. And so pitta people are very prone to stress which in turn can make them gray early on in life and even have signs of early balding. So this stress, this heat, hair fallout, certain types of breakouts, all of this is all interconnected by this heat element. And so what are some things that we can do to recommend to our fiery pittas to keep them balanced? We know now that opposite is what attracts balance. So what is the opposite of hot? We all know the answer to that. Pitta people need cooling components to keep them balanced. Pittas are the type of people that just go, go, go. And so we need to cool them down at the end of the day so that they don't burn out. So this can look like incorporating cooling spices like cardamom, coriander, and cumin. All of those spices in small amounts are great to add to your cooking if you are predominantly pitta. Watery fruits like watermelon, apples, and pineapple. Those are all great because of their water content. Water is what keeps our pittas cool. And ironically enough, it's always the pittas that never drink enough water or they just drink the right amount. But we also said that pitta is naturally oily. So, naturally, we would want to be careful to not eat foods that are deep fried or doused in oils because. This will only increase the oiliness. This also applies to our skincare. If we naturally have oily skin, then we want to choose products that don't add to this oiliness. Another thing that's great for our pittas is implementing a relaxing morning routine or a relaxing evening ritual at the end of the day to ensure you're decompressing. Anything that keeps our pittas cool, anything that keeps the stress at bay. So these are just a few simple tips for my fellow pittas. Always remember the principle that like increases like and opposite attracts balance. I probably said this last week, but we will dive into much more detail on all the self-care rituals that Ayurveda suggests later on throughout the season. But right now we are still getting to know the doshas and which one we might predominantly be. So we've covered vata, our cold and dry dosha of movement. Now we know pitta, our hot and sharp dosha of transformation. And next week, we will talk about kapha dosha, our grounded and stable energy that holds it all together for us. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can reach me on Instagram at simplyayurveda or on my website simplyayurveda.care. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, I will talk to you next Tuesday.